Hi, this is the Sweet Release Healing Roundtable. We call it the roundtable because nobody's in charge and we think we're cool. So here we talk about spirituality and spiritual aspects. These are a bunch of spiritual readers and fun people here, including myself. I consider myself fun. And we're going to discuss some fun topics, aren't we, tonight? First of all, how is everybody tonight? Did we have, a, have we survived Monday and into Tuesday so far? So far. So far. <laughs> Okay, barely, barely, barely. They're mean. They bully me. The children at school? They're so mean. We have two weeks left and they're just mean. They've tapped out, huh? No, I've tapped out. (laughs) That might be why they're mean. They're like, can you please let us in and feed us and take care of us and bring us to our parents? Can you please teach us, Mr. Spencer? (laughs) Fine. (laughs) all right so as we learned from last week we do need to physically record the after podcast part is going to be termed after hours the round table after hours but now do the srh round table we have some good topics tonight chosen by our wonderful people and crowd and audience and everyone who's thrown in what they want us to discuss the first one the spirits get lost. Sometimes I wish they would, but that has not been my experience. So what do we think? What do we feel when we tap in? How do you feel? I feel like they might get like a little misdirected, not lost though. I wouldn't consider it lost disoriented yeah what jenny on that definitely disoriented i'm in a body and then i'm not what especially traumatic (laughs) that like there was no preparation maybe it's like a new skin now like they were so used to the human being inside a human body now that they're spirits and free to do what they like it's kind of they have no idea what to do with that i find it interesting that when i ask what happens after we die they they show laying on a table except i look very very different it's just like this bright white table and everything is bright white and i open my eyes and i'm like holy shit that was a whole acid trip of a dream like what the hell what that's what spirit always shows me it's like that whole like you guys are never gonna believe what happened what is this kind of like mushu in um mulan where he like comes up out of the snow after they get like does all the thing (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's what my brain saw as you were describing it i know that there's plenty of people who have said I need to help them go to the light. I need to help them cross over. Tiffany's face just said it all on that one. She's like, "Mm." so what do we think about people that say that when they're like, no, I have to help these spirits cross over. That's why they're here. They haven't gone into the light. I think again. Yeah. And I think that having that kind of mentality towards spirits is it's like pushing 
them too fast. It's like trying to cattle, cattle shoot, right? Where you are like, you are alive, now you're dead. Now what am I going to do? And then you realize like the potential of being a spirit again. And then like you try to figure things out and it's not necessarily get lost. I heard exploring the potential. And when people are like trying to like get them to go, it's you're, you're forcing them to not, I mean, you're trying to force them to not have it's an ego. Yeah. Yeah. I find that being as a human being's ego, like I am going to help you do this because it helps me feel better inside to think that I was able to help you along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But in doing that, you're, you're trying to like hinder that experience yeah. that they might need as in that form. As a, yeah. Like to come to terms with what happened and then to go through like things that I've learned, like it's, it's the process and trying to force a spirit to go through that out of sheer willpower of your own ego is not okay. It's selfish in a way. Yeah. Lori had two interesting comments from YouTube, um, uh, da, da, TikTok. So yes, someone was saying, what about the ones that just kind of come in and cross over? And then of course there's always, I love the comment from Michelle on TikTok that said, they've already crossed over. They don't need you to help them cross over. Like the second souls die. And I'm, I want to piggyback on what Sharon said about that's a Hollywood thing. Hollywood loves to say, oh, they need your help. They get lost and there's limbo and there's all these things. And it's all just bullshit. It's not reality because that would come down to saying that the creator made a mistake and that they can get caught. And then of course, if there's the awareness that there's a mistake, why wasn't it fixed? Especially since creator can do all these kinds of things. I'm glad it's not just my phone going off. Right now. <laughs> I'm so happy. It's not just me. Cause I feel like a fucking train wreck today. Like it's not just you. <laughs> can we discuss that? Can we hop subjects? Because the energy is fucking crazy today. It and I is. Know it's not just me because like, I know that spirit is like changing things and ticking things up. And I know things are getting more intense. I know the celestial bodies are all over the place. I literally had to walk outside because my mom wouldn't stop asking me questions. I'm like, I'm in the middle of something. Like what the actual fuck is going on? Too much. It's chaos everywhere. And I love chaos. I thrive in chaos. I know plenty of readers who do. They don't like that really organized and structured approach. I love chaos. It's like extra though. (laughs) Yeah, it's not in the... I can, how can I utilize this? It's in the entropy. It's the absolute destruction of everything around me. And I just need it to stop for a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it weird that I'm like more calm now? (laughs) You know, like chill. I'm, I'm hitting the crescendo part where it's like, I need to explode for a second and then I can calm back down again. Oh, that was me yesterday. Uh, yeah. That was actually me the day before (laughs) yesterday. 
I was not having a good time emotionally. I was I was very grumpy. We're just all going through it. All the bills um, today. Like keeping in mind though, it's here. not just planetary placements right now. We are also in a five month that is all change, which has everything in upheaval. We are all feeling it. That's a really valid point. The five month of change. And then Tiffany, did you, have you had like within the past two weeks, a day where you felt like this and now you're like, no, everything's great. And I'm calm and yeah. Okay. So the, the light is for me. Okay. Did we say five months? There's more. (laughs) (laughs) A five Numerology of month of May is five. (laughs) But yes, there is more, like no, just because no, it goes away. The five May is not taking five months to go by. I'm not handling that well. I will I will <laughs> set up a tent in the woods. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> You're like, I'm out. No, it's, you know, Sharon's right. It's the numerology of five and the overall arching of fast positive change for January, February, March, April, May, fifth month, Kaylee, fifth month. Okay. Clarifying for you, honey. <laughs> okay. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I need a little bit of a break. Hey, you know, someone wrote, it's everyone, not just us. The world is shifting. So like, we know this, like that's, an, that's a known. We know that the entire world is shifting. The entire world has, is subject to this energy. We know it's not just us because that'd be one fucking weird be weird for spirit to just be like we're going to isolate a certain group of people that happen to follow sweet release healing all of you can have like the fun of this as like, opposed to- <laughs> they want us to have talking points <laughs> spirits like yeah. here's something for them to talk about they want to do a podcast enjoy here's all kinds I, of stuff to discuss i think spirit was over our after hours last week and they're like dang they need something here you go have a rough week <laughs> my face hurt from laughing so hard <laughs> and my whole my whole face my stomach hurt everything I yeah, ended up he, with one of those like laughter headaches where every time you laugh then your whole head like throbs yeah. no. it's like mug or bottle posies with the shape of a diaper <laughs> No, Sharon's going to get on that. You know, she's going to put something on the merchandise for that now, right? Like, you know, she's going to stick the logo on it. You're good. She's going to go like right into Canva and she's like, what can I make? (laughs) I think we should make something like a sticker. It's like, they don't need your help crossing over. (laughs) They're fine. They're fine. Stay on your lane. Well, I mean, realistically, when spirits wander in, because I had this happen in a session, I want to say last year, and it's one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in a session where I was doing a gift focus session with someone and we both felt and looked to the side and she's on a camera, like we're on zoom. We weren't in person. She looked to the side. I looked to this side and she was like, someone just came in here and sat in my chair. And I was like, I know I see him. I feel him. And the chair is not in it's over here. It's over here. You know what I mean? And it was such a cool experience because he said, he specifically is like, I'm not on your entourage. I'm not on yours. I'm just wandering through. I felt your energy. I felt that this was really cool. And I wanted to just check this out and explore it, which comes down to, I mean, a learning opportunity for her, but for me to be like, oh, 
I want to know all about this tangibility. And I had the impression of off-worlder, silvery, tall male with like the impression of a notebook and a pen on his lap and being like taking notes. And it was funny because when he stood up to leave, we both watched him like, okay, bye. He was like, I'm here. Thank you. Carry on. Um, and one of the things was super cool, which I love with walk-ins like that, where people like to just random, like randomly come into your space. Um, it was so, so, so cool. I forgot my train of thought. It's gone. Squirrel. Well, it, it kind of makes sense because you don't expect your spirit team to be tethered to you. Right. It's not like you've got like a little lead and you're like, come on, we're going to go to the bank. Like, <laughs> so of course they're going to wander around. That's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> I have part of mine that'll go hang out with a friend, um, it, with, with one of my friends. And it's really funny. And the only reason that I can say this was in any conf- confidence is that I'll get into some shit nanigans and I'll get a text message that goes, you know, if you used a hammer, that'd be a lot easier. And I'm like, I just need everybody to mind their knitting. All of y'all stop it. And then I go get the hammer and do whatever. And I'm like, you tattletailing little punks. <laughs> Wait, mind your what? Oh, sorry. Knitting? Knitting. knitting. I thought you said mitten. Mind your mitten. And I was like, why? I thought, I thought you mitten minders. <laughs> why? Where did it go? I think I, I just keep on coming back. My brain just keeps on coming back to like how much Hollywood has really corrupted things like this though, because it really is awesome that like we do have people in the community that can be like, oh, someone just walked in, like, what's up? You know, but like Hollywood has made it lead to, and even I would say some modern religions saying like, ooh, if a spirit walks into your room, like you have to do these things to make sure that it's not evil, right? We have these things that like corrupted our curiosity of what that is. And when in all reality, they're just interested in what's going on, right? Or maybe they have a message for us and how quick we are like, get out of here, right? Like so scared of these wandering spirits or these lost spirits, but it's like just a corrupted mindset, mind frame. And like now we're getting there to be able to understand like, no, they're they're there to message or to just hang out with you for a second and like learn something from them and then let it, let them go on, right? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking like how many missed opportunities like to learn something or get a message because people are afraid they're scared yeah because of that like you could have learned something so profound that would have changed your course and you were scared of it because of something somebody told you well and to go off that learning thing I mean keep curious and I'm sure spirits want to keep learning and they I mean how how are you going to learn from your mistakes and learn about other things to then come back and give advice or say hey maybe we should go this way instead of this way because when I did my wanderings I saw someone do it that other way and it didn't really work out so hot for them so maybe we try it this way instead we had a question in the chat that was like, 
There's a couple of them. What makes them lost? Are they in the in-between? Thank you for the clarity. I sense that holy water and spray it everywhere, but my son doesn't even sleep in his room. This is a, that is a great perspective, a missed opportunity. So there's a lot of belief systems out there. Like, I think we can all agree. There's no such thing as lost. Even if they are just wandering around, they're going for a stroll. They're checking things out. I've learned some of the most out-of-pocket, amazing information from souls and spirits and whatever that just come on in and hang out and want to say hi, case in point. I was like, of course, like. <laughs> and what are they lost from? What are they lost yeah. from? Like that has always been my frustration of like, oh, we're lost. And that's such a human mentality of like, hey, I'm lost. I don't know how to get to the store or I'm lost. I don't know. I don't understand what's going on right now. They don't have that. Like that is, they, they can think where they want to be and they're there, right? Like there's, they have so much more than us that we are very limited. We have these blinders of what lost means. And I don't think they, that's a thing for them. It's like the emotion question last week. It's emotions are a human thing that we, they like, that we feel and we're limited to, but they don't have that. They don't have that lost. Like, like, hey, God, come get your soul is lost again, right? Like <laughs> now in know. the chat, so Sterling made a really cool point. I have to ponder on why I got that message of I'm lost. The so lost is the, I'm sorry, Charlie. Oh, so sorry. Probably like a belief that you have to be somewhere already or have there's somewhere you need to be there's something you need to do already and having not really any reason to be anywhere or do anything have no guidance that can make them feel like they're lost because they don't know what to do they don't know what the purpose of their being in that form is they have no like guidance I guess they don't feel like they have guidance yeah I was getting that too I, I was it was bringing me back to the that like we were talking about the disoriented feeling of like I know I'm supposed to be doing something but I, so I'm just I'm just gonna hang out here for a minute while I get my bearings yeah so it, and like Spencer said lost is is relative to a, a point in time and space so and then I saw um Michelle said, if you're in Walmart and you wander around, you're not lost. You just can't find what you're looking for. You know, you're in Walmart. And it's like relative to a particular point in time, like tethered, I may not be able to find my way from point A to point B, but I still, my mother always said, everywhere you go, there you are. So the idea of lost is one also that's based out of fear. And if spirits don't have emotions, then fear doesn't come into play. So all of this kind of brings up a bigger question for me to add on to this, because, you know, I like to go deeper. Is do our human experiences and our learning actually cross over into the <clears throat> afterlife with us? Because to me, I see like a ghost stumbling and falling through a wall and then being shocked that now it doesn't hurt like they don't get injured they don't get banged 
So is a human body afterlife then more of just learning and experiencing to gain more knowledge? There, it could be maybe un, something unresolved that they couldn't resolve in their human life, that they can have better perspective in that form. I say yes and no. One, we do take our experiences there. Two, seeing one that's stumbling through and showing you like the shock. Are they actually shocked? Are they telling you that so that you can pay attention to them, get your attention, and so that you understand what they're trying to tell you? Just like when they cross over and suddenly they're in their 20s when really they died feeble and very old. Because spirit decides what they look like. So is it actually stumbling and being shocked that they went through that wall? Or are they showing you that to teach you something and to get a message across to you? That's kind of how I was feeling before when you mentioned I'm lost. I'm like, well, is it really that the spirit's lost or that they are just showing up the reflection to how you are feeling the lessons that you need to learn? And on the, on the cusp of that one, well, I'm piggybacking on that. What if they're coming from the perspective of a past life where they did feel lost in this life or whatever life shared, and they're bringing that up as like a memory sparker. So we can remember a past life with them, get what we need from it, attributes, convictions, whatever we we need from that past life and bring it to now. So there's where we need to ask those deeper questions. Because it's not a one size fits all. Exactly. And we have to, like, what are our favorite questions to ask then? Like, is that, I'm like, I go straight to, is that literal or metaphoric? <laughs> like, which one are we at? What are some of our favorite questions to ask then? Sometimes, are you trying to get my attention? Do, do you need me or are you talking to somebody else? Yeah. Huge fan. I'm going with the obvious too. Huge fan. Um, I have a less help you. I have a less professional, like what the fuck's that about? (laughs) I mean, why are you showing me that? (laughs) The Mm -hmm. fuck does that mean? It's really funny. I'm always hesitant to ask that question, Sharon, and I don't know where it comes from. Can I help you? It's like, am I getting myself into some sort of tangle, right? Which goes back into the program of things like Hollywood and fear. Yeah. I mean, okay. So who here has not had the experience? You walk into a dark room, but there's a spot in the room that's darker and you walk into it. You feel like you're walking into a wall. That's obviously some sort of spirit standing there. And you're like, what the fuck? Can I help you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do that all the time. (laughs) What the fuck was that about? Like Kaylee said. And it all makes sense to me, at least, is that there's so many different aspects since they have, you know, I know that when they cross over, there can be that period of like, what the hell is going on? And to us, time moves linear to them. Time just, it exists in a circle. 
And we know that sometimes because time exists in a circle and ours is linear, they don't always mesh properly and stay separated because that veil is energy. So like I was thinking about this today, I don't I forget the madam's name in, in the quarter, in the Louisiana quarter, she was awful to slaves, absolutely horrific. And she is known as being a horrible person and people have been, thank you. People have been able to capture pictures of her. I'm sorry. Could you say that louder, Tate? Someone. La Lori. La Lori. Mm-hmm. La Lori. Like Lori, but La Lori. People have been able to capture full pictures of her just on standard phones for ages. Because, and that she's always doing the same thing. <clears throat> it's a repeater for us, it's happening over and over and over again. But for them, time is in a bubble and they're just walking through it. I think about it as a bubble moving, like the bubble twisting. So you think that that's actually energy that continues in that bubble and just not like an imprint of the energy that just kind of gets stuck there? Not stuck, but it's a momentary crossover that for us spans decades for them is seconds. Like a time kind of. I guess I need to correct make like she's not stuck there but the energy of that action it's not a stuck either it's just a crossover where it's happening there because it's already happened and the imprint of the life here has gone over to spirit world and the energy of that is just happening and we happen to intersect with it was our time is going here in the physical which makes me wonder because we've been able to interact with beings like this before we know this we've been it's been recorded we've been able to do this fine right and they're like i'm in my like we'll be like where are you and they're like i'm in my room where are you and they're wondering who they're talking to is that we're what we experience when we hear spirit and we see things out of the corner of our eye yeah yeah so all of this is blowing my mind because it's kind of it reminds me of um interstellar the movie exactly what you're talking about they show it so good and ever since I watched that movie I'm like that's it like that's how it works (laughs) okay so on the topic of the LaLaurie house and that horrid horrid woman um everyone who's had interactions with that house up to and including Nicolas Cage their life has fallen to absolute shambles so where does coincidence cross things like this? So I've never heard that. People that go to the house and go in and through the house, they leave. No, so Nicolas Cage owned the house about five or 10 years ago. And this was right before he lost all of his money and all of his assets. And he disappeared off the face of the earth. And he couldn't get any acting jobs. Now, granted, he was anyway. Um, but right. people who have history of being owning the house, interacting with the house. Yeah, I know I saw the chat. <laughs> Chat's blowing up, y'all. It's hilarious. Um, have had uber bad juju. So, and then we have lots of these places in Louisiana. Um, mm-hmm. So when it comes to, and I guess this is maybe a crossover into different like realms, but if we're taking the spirit and the, the residual bubble and then we take all of the coincidences that happen around these places. Is there an overlap or is it a human 
is it a self-fulfilling prophecy? I think it's, I part think of it's different. <laughs> I think it's two different things. Yeah. Um, sorry, Tate, what were you saying? No, I, I, I think you kind of take that legend and like you, you make it that way. Like you believe it. <clears throat> it's kind of like if you believe that and you stay on that side of it and you follow through with it, like that's, that's going to happen. But if you don't, I, I don't, I don't think so. That's I think it ties into what you guys were talking about in the last episode about um, the lower vibration energy little ribbons. She had a lot of it. <laughs> Let's be real. So if you go into a place that has a lot of it like that, it's going to get stuck to you in some way, shape, or form. So that's if you go into a hot spot like that, you're going to have to clean yourself off a little bit. I have a theory. I have a theory. So humans tell stories. Stories become legends. Legends become energy. Energy becomes real. Those stories perpetuate and all of a sudden things happen because humans have perpetuated the energy of it and made it real. They yeah. manifest it. Yeah, manifest it. Yeah. They, they manifest it into existence. Yeah. So that's where hauntings come from. It's not because there's actual ghosts there. It's because humans have created the energy of it. Thank Hollywood. Thank Hollywood. And fear. Fear feeds yeah. it. Well, and like Hollywood takes like the innocence of different things and then they like expand on it to try to scare it, right? And to bring that fear out. And then we watch those shows over and over and over and that fear just grows and grows and grows and creates that negative energy. So then how do you get rid of it? Don't send Zach Beggins. No. <laughs> what? 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 Zach Beggins from the Discovery he's Channel. Oh, he's a disgrace. He's awful. He's so awful. He definitely helps solidify whatever he's investigating he helps manifest it into being real things because he is very good about feeding into the fear and oh my gosh what was that type stuff he doesn't just feed it he invites it he antagonizes oh, yeah. it oh yeah like if i could come back as a ghost he'd be the first one i'd go after <laughs> you want to instigate something here I'm just looking away. all of us in the in-between um coming back and terrorizing i can't like <laughs> do it. it's gonna be I'm red chaos we need a supposed demons that people talk about mm. <laughs> yeah on tonight's episode we are talking to a ghost named sharon nights <laughs> 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 I have to share, I have the weirdest experience. So in the corner wall, I when we were just talking about those walking in, I got the impression of a line of four beings. One is a little bit in the front, one's a little bit in the back, the two in the middle, but then the other two on the sides are perfectly equal. 
and they're different heights and they're mostly lightish. So I didn't get a ton, but I saw them come in and I swear they're all perched around my chair. And I'm like perched on the arm of my chair, two on the back and like one sitting in it. And I'm sitting here like so <laughs> distracted. Like my ADHD is already really bad the last few weeks. And I, this is the last thing. <laughs> so distracted. Would they like to answer some questions? Yeah. Gonna I mean, say, are we going to start channeling during the round table? I mean, I mean we can absolutely see because it's like, it's, it's right there. I'm going to, I'm going to knock shit over trying to show you. It's, I can feel like one, two, three, four. Morgan it's says they're the out. live audience. Yeah. <laughs> the live audience. Well, coming from the live studio. I'm the live. I know, right? It's recorded in front of a studio audience. <laughs> they're giggling. And then they did that canned laughter of like, ha, 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 that you used to see <laughs> sitcoms. Hey, do you want to hear something really weird? Always. Always, uh, that yeah. canned laughter um every every one of those voices have been long dead because it was okay. filmed in the third in the 40s and the 50s they're so that canned them. laughter is they're all going yep, that's true. morbid facts there jenny <laughs> i love i love jenny's stories are you shitting me i live for these now especially the after it was bad. Bad. i'm just like what you pull that information out of <laughs> So, so their laughter so outlived them. Yes. What a legacy. Speaking of. That is kind of cool. Actually, your laughter outlived. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. I'm just going to leave a pile of laundry. I mean, that's all I got. <laughs> a couple of cells. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of deep channeling, Tiffany had a question that I think is worth mentioning and I think is worth exploring. I think Kaylee got there she is. I was like, you got frozen in the best possible position ever. It was fantastic. I can't wait. Uh, okay. I don't. <laughs> Tiffany brought up energetic polarity, how it connects to the planet, us, and it's how we speak energetically to others and looking down that topic. Now we know energetic polarity is the existence of the positive and the negative, the push and the pull of the universe and how that push and the pull creates like magnets. And you know how magnets can come together and then create movement through that movement. It creates the unfolding of the universe, just like cells divide pieces of itself over and over and over again, which creates the seed of life and continues to expand. We know this as being, but let's talk about how that leans into how we connect to the planet with it and how we use it to energetically interact and speak with each other. Tiffany, why don't you guide this one since this was your topic? What do you mean? No. Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. So it, it is my running question. theory and a bit of a backstory that Spencer and I got a little conversation about this. Thanks, Spencer. Um, so literally from a quantum physics standpoint, because in my logical brain, I always have to ask like, how do things work? Why does it work that way? What are the little intricacies that go into it? Our actual physical human bodies are nothing but 
energetic magnetism, the way our muscles move, the way our brains communicate to the muscles, all of it. It has also been proven through multiple studies that we have these huge energetic fields around us. Um, most of them extending, you know, like a football field away, which in my logical brain pulls all of us together to make this one big giant energetic net around the entire world where people's fields are cross-secting and continually communicating. I think this is how we get those bad gut vibes when you just know something is going to happen that's going to be terrible. I think this as readers gives us all the capabilities to be like, oh, hey, I kind of vibe with this person and I know where you're coming from because our energy fields are, are connecting and we're able to get that off of everybody. I think this is how human beings can tell when something's going to happen with the planet because our planet has all these amazing energetic magnetic points throughout it. So I thought it would just be helpful to explain that in my perspective, I think that polarity is so important because it's literally how we do everything we do, especially with spirit. Just makes me think of how people say, uh, like positive vibes, negative vibes. That's that's that. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, that that place is giving off negative vibes. I don't want to go to that house. You know, like. <laughs> um, and then, like yesterday, we had that thunderstorm rolling in. I posted in the Discord. I went out there and rubbed my feet in the dirt, like rubbed my feet in the dirt and stood out there. And I said, sucked it up like a milkshake because in my brain, that's exactly what I was doing was sucking up all of that shift in energy because bleh, and um, I left feeling lightheaded and tingly because apparently I hadn't taken deep breaths well enough lately. So that's interact my physical body interacting with the physical planet around me. I'm sure my spirit needs the same thing, right? Well, that's a question for you, Jenny. What do you think? I mean, well, yes, yeah. no. tap into it too and see what you get. What I saw while you were talking, Andrea, is just the yin and yang symbols. And after that popped, I don't know how many of you have watched Avatar The Last Airbender, but the fish in the pond circling each other on a continual cycle, that's also what popped into my head. I'm not sure how to make that. <laughs> well, it's true, because you can't have, like, like, if you had nothing but the light, you know, what? Hmm. How do I explain this? So like you can't notice, you can't recognize that the light is the light if there isn't also the dark right there with it. It's like you they charge each both. other. Yeah. Like balance and duality. You need both. Which bring us to the next topic, duality versus polarity. Ooh. I know it's an interesting one to go down because we know everything is made of energy. 
we know that there's energy that exists between and into our cells, our, to unlock my car for my child. I love being mom. I unlocked the car for you. <clears throat> All right. So when we look at this, we have the, excuse me, carry on. I'll be right back. Can okay. I, can I go back to Tiffany's thing real quick? Um, because I remember yeah. in one of my classes, um, they did a, I watched this thing and I don't remember the video or where it came from. And so I'm not going to be able to like tell it exact, but they were testing this polarity between people or like this electromagnetics and how we connect. And if like that whole like thoughts and sending positive thoughts your way could actually really be a thing. And um, it, they talked about how they had um, two, two people, partners, and one of them was sick and had cancer or some, some disease that was pretty fatal to them. And they put them in a room and this room was thick with concrete and all these different things that they were like, it's gonna protect them from anything that, <laughs> that they could send this way, right? And they shut the door and um, they had them all wired up to different machines and they were checking vitals and all that kind of stuff. And then at different points, they would have their partner who wasn't even in the same building as them. They were just back at home. And sometimes it was even across the whole country um, do, positive thoughts towards them and sharing that love and that strength and that like that stuff from where they were and however that looked to them like they did not tell them what to do it was a hey we want you to do this but whatever works best for you do it and uh the person inside the tank or the room or whatever that was protected by whatever um they watched the vitals increase and they watched the stats go up and all those things and they didn't know when it was happening so it wasn't like a placebo, like, hey, this was gonna, this is gonna happen at this time, right? Like they didn't know. And it, they would do it and they would watch their everything go up. And then they would ask the person to stop and then it would literally go back down. And they were wondering like, how could this be, right? Like there, there shouldn't be any way in science to prove that this could happen this way. And I, I've, I've always thought that. So when Tiffany started talking about these electromagnetic fields that are huge, and like Tiffany was saying, as big as a football field sometimes, like art, like we can connect. And can we, can we connect through other people too? Can I be like, I can't get to Andrea. She's in New Hampshire right now and I'm in Utah, but can I do something that will shoot through all of these electromagnetics to get to her, right? Mm. Like those thoughts and prayers, science, sending my light, that kind of stuff. Is that how we connect? Let's so are you suggesting that those fields are infinite in size? Yes, they can be. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. Now, if we have, like, say that this is the distance between me and Spencer, and we're going across the U.S., right? When we are using our energy, it does that to connect us. So it's no longer separated by that full point. And I think that the way that this topic is going is really interesting because we don't recognize nor have we been led to even go down this line of thought and exploration of what energy can actually do of what we can actually feel 
and experience and what we can do in ourselves, not just to help other people and connect to other people, but to realize that we're already connected. And this is what the peanut gallery is talking about is it's more a realization. As healers though, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Like I would say that this group here specifically already knows the power of sending your light. Like you are actively sending healing and light to another person, knowing that it's going to reach them. Like we know in our group, that's just what we do. That's what happens. Kaylee raising her hand. <laughs> yes, um, Kaylee. So going going back to that, like I it it I had to write it down. Um you guys all know about the oldest tree in the world, right? It's one tree in Utah and it just made this connection. Like it's all of these trees that are individual to that one tree. So so the source, uh, that's what I got from it. Ooh, I got goosebumps. Okay. And then I got the message like protons and electrons, right? The positives and the negatives of an atom that are just kind of swirling around. And they'll just kind of, when we, when we put our energy towards something else, it just goes along this network that is already there. It's an unbreakable connection. And we are all a part of this. So like we are all part of the one tree is what I'm getting from it. So it's, and there's, it's limitless on where we can send it or how we can send it. And we have the potential to do it at a, like, put more power behind it mm-hmm. yeah but we just don't realize that that's a thing for us like we have unlimited ability and power behind what we're sending you just haven't either tapped into it or figured it out how to do it with a human body yeah because the thought of my visualization is when I'm sending my light, I'm sending it through the air. It never, ever once occurred to me that it travels any other method, right? That I'm just shooting yeah. little laser beams at Andrea and they find their way there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not how it works. So if it travels through the ground and through the roots and the crystals and the rocks and the, all the things, I have journaling to do now. Ooh, okay, but the feel of that feels so good, as right? opposed to like just sending it in like a light form, sending it down into the ground like roots. That I like that feeling. Yeah, and maybe that's the part that we haven't got yet that would make it that much more of a powerful message. Is that we're we're trying to go over it when we can go through it, and and let the existing it. systems slash highways work for us and with us. Yeah, I got like yeah. the, the vision of like a Hot Wheels track when it goes through those bumpers that shoots it. Yeah, that <laughs> that's that came to me. Well, that's what lane lines are for. Warp gates. Warp gates. Yeah. <laughs> It will be like using 
the earth, using Gaia as a conductor instead of focusing on the air, trying to mm -hmm. move it. I also think part of it is by going through the earth, you know, through Gaia, it can almost all be like amplified too. Because you're also at the same time kind of pulling in from what's there. Yeah, so it's not just your it. your energy, but you're also it's backed up by Gaia's energy. Like combining. Yeah. So you guys actually pay attention to the pathway because I'm blown away right now. It's really cool. I've never once done that. I've only just visualized the person and my light doing what I'm asking it to do on them. I've never once paid attention to how it gets there. And I'm Ooh, just they, blown away. Yeah. They just showed me like crackly light through the ground. For me, it's like I, I saw like a sparkles. It's kind of like crackly, like electrified sparks just through the dirt. Yeah. yeah mine's more like Shirley's is like with whenever Tiffany was talking about um, like your quantum physics. I do love to talk about that because essentially all we are is energy. We've just the matter is slowed down. I think if we speed up enough, we can push that through. But I always see things and send things in particles. Like it's never a path. It's like, well, maybe it is a little. Like I can kind of see where they are. And then it's all like particles. It's not, it's light particles. It's separated. It's the breaking up of the mass and the, the holding down. Like, I don't know how to explain that, but never a solid path. It's always like sparks. That's so fascinating. I love this. Like, like synapses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, like an ADHD brain. Yes. Did you see the, did you see the TikTok chat? No. Wobble, wobbly, timey, whiny. Oh, I love me some <laughs> wibble wobble. Yeah. Well, there's Doctor a Doctor Who. Who episode for everything. I'm just yeah. saying. It really is. I love Doctor Who so much. Well, like that makes sense, Tate, because like when particles are heating up, they move faster, right? So that's you're that's creating so more energy. Those energy they're moving faster and faster, creating more energy, higher vibration. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so then that plays into the high vibration, low vibration, right? Mm -hmm. Is yeah. we're low by vibration meat sacks. Um, and then yeah. you run into people, places, and things that are icky. And then some people you are gravitate, you gravitate to because they are light, because mm -hmm. they have more energy and more fusion and fission and holy mm -hmm. moly. Yeah. This is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> the less that in that math, the better <laughs> off it is. Yeah. I this just blows my mind listening to this though. I'm kind of with Andrea because I've never thought about or watched or focused on that. It's always like just a set release to go. Like it, it's going to get there. Intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Like, make sure. Yeah. I was, I was like, what happens if it hits the wrong person or what happens if it hits a rock? And then I was like, spirit, what's the best <laughs> way to do this? And they were like, just visualize the person and your light is just raining down on them or lighting them yeah. in. Up. And I was like, I can do that because we all know when it comes to spirituality, I am definitely on the lazy side. I'm like the fastest way from point A to point B is a straight fucking line. I'm not going through 10 different steps. I am not doing all that. I'm just, it is what it is. And I'm going to let it be. 
Which, it's not lazy. That's efficient. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to claim that one. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I mean, also single mom. So like <laughs> I got to get from point A to point B quickly and I had to find ways faster. This blows my mind and is so cool. And like, sh- like, uh, I think it was Carly, Carlene. Yeah. You were saying with the, the ground and I saw a dark ground that was almost a little patchy. And I saw like, like utilizing old root paths. Yeah. And it was all like this blue light. That's very cool. Because the trees talk to the fungus and the fungus talk to the trees and it's, yeah, it's all, it's all interconnected. There is no separation. That's a human God. Why should we hold ourselves separate from it when we're using our energy? So you know how they say that water has memory? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was also thinking water too. Since water infuses all it would make sense that the rocks and the moss and the ground and the trees and the fungus and all of that, that holds water is also going to hold that memory. So insane. How much of our body is made up of water? Really? Um, This just reminds me of the new Avatar movie, like the new water. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, well, I think it was Jessica in level two and we were listening to Jenny teach about runes and she said like Awa which I guess is one of the words that they use in the new Avatar show. Yes. And so like, this is just like really connecting. Like <laughs> the big tree and roots. And oh, I, I just don't have the ponytail to connect with people. <laughs> My brain can send us down a rabbit hole because I think about <laughs> all of the time. Well, I, I want to, I, I got a question. So if water has memory and water infuses all these things, and that's how the earth and everything comes together to remember us and know us and help us get energy where it needs to be, what happens in the desert? Okay. There's water in the desert. I am so glad you brought up the desert because the image they gave me was, uh, so the crackles, it was like uh, like a desert, the super droughted dirt that's all crackled. And like they, showed, they showed the light flowing through those cracks. And when you started talking about water, I was like, okay, so what's up with the desert scene that y'all showed me? Because there's still the, the water. Yeah. Like there's, there's still water there. There what like uh it reminds me of um Sedona. Sedona uh wasn't under an ocean. I don't know. That was a little fun fact I learned on the Jeep tour. Um, but it's desert-like now. It still has all of that memory laid in the land still. I know that the land remembers being water, but if water is the conduit, and I'm talking like dunes. If you take it also down back to a subatomic level, everything that is made is made with atoms and protons and electrons, all that are which are vibrating. That's all we are. We're not actually solid objects. We're just little tiny particles vibrating back and forth. So there's still, to me, intermingling of of that atomic level that they're communicating together. So do the individual pieces hold the memory or is it the space between the pieces that holds the memory? both because crystal also has water in them so the the sand in the desert 
still contains molecules and atoms of the water in which it was born or whatever. Um, so it may not be a droplet of, but there's a remnant of. And then yes. all the cacti and the, the, the flowers uh, hype dormant until it rains again. There's still water pathways. And in the animals, the insects, sometimes even the air. Yeah. There's water. Well, then, so they act more as instead of like just the uh, servers for the internet. What spaces so you, are we talking about? Because, because we don't live in a vacuum. Like all the spaces are filled with some type of particle. Well, this, like unless you're in a vacuum, you cannot have nothing. In so something. I was talking about the atomic level, the space between the atoms. There's, it's still filled. It's still filled. There's stuff circling around mm -hmm. the atoms and they all intersect. And with what? Light oh, energy. I don't know. Energy. Black, black energy. matter. Black matter. <laughs> well, we know it's energy. Dark, dark that. matter. Dark, dark matter. matter. Yeah. That's what it is. We absolutely know it's energy. Yeah. But is it the energy of memory? Is it the energy of discovery? Is it the balance of light and dark? Is there a certain kind of energy that exists there? For me, it's the same color of energy that's in the DNA and not the physical part. It's the same color. It's the same structure. And it looks with the same amount of sparkles. So what exists in the in-between? All of it. I was about to say everything. Nothing. Everything and nothing. Yeah. Everything I don't think it's nothing. I don't think it, I don't feel it. Cause that's the void for me. The nothing and the everything existing together is void for me. And that's, that, that's a different color texture. They're, I, they just were like the voids over here. I agree that it's all. It is. I nothing. feel like there's, there's. Like constant, like pockets, like concentration pockets. So it, it is everything except, you know, maybe if you redirect it like this, you could hit positive, negative, positive, negative. Mm -hmm. So it's, it is all, but it concentrates. I agree. Based well, that on made any sense. No, I get it. But like the pockets are based on the experiences that were had there. A lot of people on TikTok are saying like memory and knowledge pockets of memory it's it looks like you know how like you drop the those small like a handful of those small balls that um uh spread when they get wet and they're all squished together but there is an in-between of that water i feel like that energy is the same as the water it, it it's um It, that's what fills in those gaps. Mm. I could see that. Everybody looks so deep in thought. It's so funny. I was just going to say, maybe that's why it's so important. We bless the rains down in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> to help the water. Well, so what I was thinking when Jenny was explaining the, um, the desert like the sand being essentially crystals 
and it brought me back to Andrea saying dunes, uh, essentially in like, say like the Sahara desert where it's a sea, it's a sea of crystals. It's a sea of hard water all over. Hard water. I have this image in a quick Google and it says that some of the world's largest supplies of underground water exist beneath the Sahara desert. Mm. And it feels ancient. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I keep getting this image of a of a gin standing on top of a dune next to a cave. Um, and he's telling me that there are keepers of, and then he's pointing to the cave, um, and there's a cistern. So there are stewards and keepers. And ask of what? And he just looks at me like, like, what do you mean of what? Um, what are they keeping? <laughs> yeah. And then the, the camel that were kept con, no, they're not convoys, but you know what I mean? Back and forth. Everybody needs to watch the initiation. And oh my gosh, the initiation. Um, Cause this is just making me think I was watching him just the other day. Um, I can't remember his name, um, but it's on the Gaia Network. Matthias and, yeah, and he, I lost my train of thought. You said everybody's got to watch the initiation. It had something to do with Jenny, what Jenny was saying. With the different. Oh, the keepers, the keepers. So he goes into detail of like uh, Lemuria and Atlantis and like bef even before that. And there are, um, was it the giants? They were the keepers of the water. They were there to put the memory in the water, in the planet, and all of that. So that all clicks. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, the Nephilim, is that the giant giant race? Is they're called Nephilims? Uh, that one of them, that's a biblical. Um, I think this one was the frost giants because I because they were in the north. They're like Antarctica and the Arctic Circle. That was one of my favorite. They're the keepers of the ice. Yeah. Whole show. I was like, oh, that I was right. I loved that <laughs> whole show though. How many of us like watched that show? Was feeling super validated. Like, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. What, I remember what that. show is it? initiation um it's on the Gaia network it's Matthias Stefano so I follow him on a bunch of my stuff he talks a lot about early man about the different alien races that were here and how they functioned with humanity and how humanity started to evolve especially into Atlantis and he's fantastic. I was like, thank you. You know, you just like trip and fall into something that's like, oh, <laughs> I have that memory now. Thank you very much. Like that just came to the forefront. The whole time watching him, I was like, okay, I remember all of that. Weird. And it's, it'll have you feeling weird. Grab your tissues, grab your water, grab your notebook. It'll have you feeling some kind of way for sure. Yep. I got like information overload. <laughs> I watched like the whole season in one day. Yep. same same I remember at the time the person I was living with was like are you really just gonna watch this all day and I was like, Shh, sh, sh, sh. <laughs> like yes it's important 
It is. I was like, this is momentary and you're here all the time. Stop it. <laughs> How are we all feeling? Haley's on it. I'm buzzy, uh, tingly. Like my lips are tingled. Uh, like I, yeah, I feel like, uh, like a in huge, like energy rush. Like I have just chugged like 10 cups of coffee and I'm like, yeah. Go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying not to go into like full research mode like <laughs> so hard I know I have to write down things and I'm like I will get to that later something that Jenny said about the gin and the cave the the keepers of the knowledge like I don't know like that one like keeps coming back and mentioning that to me like bringing it back up to me the fact that it's a gin mm -hmm. and what I immediately got was in that because I was like what's in that cave <laughs> knowledge <laughs> that humanity is not ready for and the I... gin like well, and then it's right now humanity humanity just wants to destroy it. each other so I, I felt right. the exact same uh Kaylee that it kept on bringing me back to that and it feels like really sacred and it's something and I saw there's just a time it's not gonna be anytime soon I don't I don't think there's just a time where they would just say okay you're ready humanity's ready and we would um, have access to that when we're ready yeah we're like toddlers right now. Yes. I feel like we had access to it and we lost that privilege. And so we're in, in we're in the naughty mm -hmm. corner. Yeah. yeah. We're on timeout. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I felt about it. That they're, they're like, you can't have this. You can't have this yet. <laughs> Last time we gave this to you. You fucked it up. <laughs> it, it kind you of gave me a privilege. Dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of giving me like that question we had last week and kind of like Aladdin vibes of like, if yes, you have this power, right. Cave of Wonders, and like when you have this power, what are you going to do with it, right? And it like never works out good in the in the first place, right? He's like, well, I'm going to become someone I'm totally not, right? To improve or impress this girl, right? And and how that's like, oh, no, that, that was the wrong choice, right? <laughs> wrong choice. Jenny, mm -hmm. are you Okay. <laughs> I got massive chills. Like I was like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But it might as well have been ants in my pants. <laughs> yeah, Sp Spencer, yeah, that's exactly it. He's yeah. over there nodding his head like, finally. And I mean, there's a lot of things that way. And I feel like Andrea's talked about it once. Like there's a lot of powers that they're wanting to give to us, but they're like, you will misuse it. We've tried before, you misused it. Sorry, not sorry. Well, we almost broke nice the world. We almost broke the world several times. This is not just like a once, like, oops, I accidentally yeah. dropped a cup and now I get to learn how to hold the cup to well, hand, right? No, we fucking grabbed it, ripped it, and broke it apart. Well, and Crown, like in the Crown books, he explains, like, or they explain that, like, when that happened, they had to do a world reset, <laughs> right? Like, oh, too much energy, sorry, gone. Yeah annihilate let's start over right and that's been 
two, three times now that like that's happened. And now they're like trans saying that this is a good energy level right now, right? And I'm like, this is the good energy level. <laughs> like, yeah. Because this is the first time where we're actually putting down our violence. Right. And we're intentionally saying, hold on, let me put the violence aside so that the brain can prevail. We haven't done that before. We've said, I'm holding on to my violence while the brain prevails. We haven't. So it was like we had done the work, but we hadn't done the work the right way. And now we're doing the work the right way, which breeds confidence and spirit to be able to say, okay, maybe you can have these things. We are the reason we can't have nice things. Yeah. It's like that meme of that guy shooting the other guy in the background. And then he turns around to the camera and he's like, who could do this? That is us. That is a hundred percent. Okay. Got an image of like a toddler with like a little plastic baseball bat, like walking through the house. And they take it away. This is- this is hilarious because a few months ago, I was talking about this exact same thing with a friend, how we're in the toddler phase right now and spirits just like they're like a parent waiting for us to stop throwing our tantrums and like, are you ready yet? Are you, are you ready now to? Yeah. They're like, we got to go to the grocery store. So whenever you <laughs> let me know. We need bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody feeling? Good. Uh, a spiritual enema. Oh my. <laughs> like right. My being at the moment is, I feel like it's huge. Dang. I, don't, I don't know how to explain that. Like, it just feels like out here. Did I, someone see the comment on TikTok? Were humans designed to be violent at first? No. Well, it, uh-uh. it makes sense. No. Like when, when they're kids, we don't have the capacity to explain our feelings. We haven't been taught that. So what do they do? They smack the toy out of the other kid's hand because that's all they know how to do. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not that they're violent. It's that there's no wider thinking process. There's yeah. nobody to be like, okay, this is how you express your feelings. This is what you say. This is what you do. We hadn't learned that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, we came from Gaia. We came from animals. And the body is still designed that way. 300,000 years of of Homo sapien, Homo erectus, um, all of our beautiful ancestry. 300,000 years of that coming together is not enough to just stop that. I I got that we, we were not programmed to be violent, that it is a learned behavior to get what you want. Because if you do, if you do repetitively do something over and over and over and it gets you the results that you want, you're gonna keep doing it. And that's just kind of been ingrained in us since like we started being shitty shits and then it it passed on that trait. Uh-huh. I explained like it's passed on generational trauma. The fire just goes. Mm-hmm. I think I've been hanging around Tiffany too much because I'm starting to see that like the violent side is like really that put that pull or push, right? Like we're pushing. And I mean, like if we don't know that violent side, how can we know love? 
like we have to know we have to experience this first before we can do that and like if we look back at history there's been some crazy wars some violent crazy wars over some really bad things but how has that improved humanity afterwards and that's it gives like gives them something to be like i don't want to be like that it it does it does and so it's the push and pull that we're getting to and finally humanity i mean it feels like it's we're going backwards but like we've evolved a lot isn't there a theory called um habit habit regression where as you're building new habits one of the first ones you learned um slips by it, I, I read that recently so like if you're trying to change your lifestyle and you start adding and you nail one and you add another one and you nail that one and you add another one and you add the fourth one etc eventually the first one will start slipping because your energy and your focus is here and then eventually you'll pick it back up it's like when kids are learning to tie their shoes they forget how to potty train and so i feel like okay great we learned lessons one two and three and now we're really struggling with this right now so we've forgotten one and we're having to be reminded to go back and learn one again. I mean, that's valid. It's hard for us to learn all of these things, but this is the first time that humanity is teaching their children to be compassionate and really starting to break those ancestral curses, which means that that penchant for losing the first things that you've learned to gain something new and then having to go back, it feels like that goes with it. Yeah. So what if they they let us keep that trait that violent trait because that would be one of our that's that's our greatest shortfall our greatest challenge to overcome to progress spiritually i got two I, things on that one and i'd be interested in comparing notes to everyone else i the think it's like you got to learn how to harness that like there's a time and a place to be able to channel that kind of feeling, that kind of energy. Um, what comes to mind is like during protests, when you're standing up for somebody that can't stand up for themselves, like having how we that. It, right? Huh? Like how we wield it? The yeah. Violence. Yeah. So that kind of brings me back to the creation versus destruction thing you can totally use it for a creation like i'm i'm just brought back to the i'm standing up i'm for this person i am using my like anger rage this these violent feelings to help other people that are like like oppressed that kind of thing but if you use it for destruction, like, no, you can't have that. <laughs> Don't do that. I think I this actually on. goes beyond the protests and more looking to setting your boundaries with your elected officials, making sure that scared people are taking the steps to get into offices or government positions or high, high level influencers who are the ones that know this information and can actually start really affecting the change. The protests are great. They give us a voice. They let it be known. But until we all stand up together and put these people in a position of power, is anything really ever going to change? What if 
the feelers, the empaths, the spiritually connected are the ones supporting those people and in their outer circles and inner circles. That's actually a feeling I got recently of everyone having their role in it, whether they know it or not. There's the people who are taking a more physical role and then people who are taking a more spiritual role and assisting those people who are in those front lines taking that, um, doing the physical work. Because it's easier for us to not be in the actual position, but to steer the people in the position through being the voice of reason and the word in their ears. Now, when we went back to humanity being violent and what would happen if we held on to that or spirit let us keep it or take it from us the peanut gallery over here was we don't let you do anything you choose this on your own it's not about us it's about your choices and part of the fun in the experiment is watching what choices we're going to make and they showed like a sitcom like eating popcorn and being like this is the funniest show i've ever seen like what are they going to do this week it's always something new and then another part of that is humanity actively making the choice that we know that we've used violence as a way to keep ourselves safe and alive. It's been a defense mechanism. It's been survival, but now we're not on the food chain anymore and we're not fighting for survival. We're figuring out what moving from survival to thriving is and where we go from there. The TikTok chat has had some really good points and they're speaking on the different, you know, violence is a, is a reaction instead of a trait and things about the ego. And from what I understand, um, the ego's job is self-preservation. The caveat is the ego's job is self-preservation of itself. Sometimes at the expense of me and having that balance And the willpower and the control and the choices to come in and go, okay, you have to sit down because you, your self-preservate, you're not in harm. You, You stop, sit. So it's a tool. Yeah. It's a tool that we have to learn how to use. Like I got like the, the, like a monkey using a rock to break stuff open and like using a twig or something to get what he wants from the other side of a fence, like using the tool, but we're trying to figure out how to use it. We have the tool. We don't know how, what we're supposed to do with it. So we're kind of just like smashing it smashing the nut with the rock and we don't know how to channel why is it destroyed (laughs) yeah when you were saying that i also got the remembered um uh video or documentary or don't remember what of um how a certain um species of primates mates have learned from watching people washing their fruits their foods before eating it that they start to do that too and then that was passed down to the next generation next generation and next generation and then I got the impression 
of we are the monkeys, spirit is a human. We can get advice maybe from spirit on like the directions to go or how to use it. Right. Yes. Like ours. Yeah. And that we as the the monkeys in this scenario, we have to observe spirit more in how they do it so that we can learn how to properly use, do mimic or become. Like monkey see monkey do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point, Shirley. Think we're gonna wrap up this week's episode here. Thank you all for coming up. Thank you to all the followers for coming up with fantastic questions. Mwah! Love you guys.